Hi, everyone. My name is Sabina Reese, and I'm a freelance content writer specializing in product management and talent acquisition. I've been by Ronke's side for more than a year now, and it's been such a great experience in watching her journey evolve from starting her own brand and podcast and even being featured in popular magazines. Today, I have the pleasure of talking to Ronke about male allyship within the product management space. How are you doing today, Ronke? I'm great, Sabina. I'm so excited we get to chat again. <laughs> I know. It's great. We haven't done this in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while for sure. Thanks so much again for having me on Product Magic. It's always so fun being here. I am super grateful to have you by my side, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as I've mentioned today, I'm here to ask you some questions about your blog, Reflections on Male Allyship. I believe that's upcoming. So shall we get started? Let's do it. All right. So let's start things off with how do you define a mentor versus an ally? So um, so the way I define them, again, this is just my my interpretation. Uh, an ally is somebody who um, supports you, you know, uh, at work. They advocate for you at work. Mm -hmm. And I have many, many of those. Whereas a mentor is more about, they help you to cultivate relationships. They help you with your career progression. They, uh, are the ones who tell you the things that you don't want to hear. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. And they take <laughs> you under their wing and, and mold you and, you know, and help you see the things that you don't want to see about yourself. Yes. Um, so you can come out, exactly. And you can come <laughs> out on the other side. <laughs> You're a better person. Um, no, yeah. I have both. Uh, and I've been, I mean, super, super lucky uh, to have both. But yeah, that's sort of how I define them anyway. Um, yeah. Is a mentor is just a little bit more invested in you. So. Okay. Yeah. No, totally makes sense. Um, so some of your past blogs have been about the valuable lessons and directions that your woman mentors have given you throughout the years. But in this blog, you chose to write specifically about male allies and mentors. So how does their support differ, particularly within the product management space? So, OK, so there's a thank you so much for asking that. So there's a backstory. I've written a lot about women. Right. I've written about imposter syndrome yeah. um, from the lens of a woman. I've written about um, mentorship and how I have four incredible women in my life. And I've written a mm -hmm. bunch of other blogs about cultivating relationship and so I didn't want it to seem one-sided that I don't yeah. have male allies. So I really sure. wanted to spend this blog really writing about my experience with my male mentors and allies. And I talked about um, the gentleman who ended up becoming my best friend mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and how we met <laughs> and <laughs> how if it wasn't for him, there would be no Ronky PM.com. Right. Right. Yeah. There would be no product magic because he, there's nothing that I go to him with an idea that I go with to him with where he's not like, okay, yeah, let's do it. He, there was no hesitation. Yeah. He's always right? gung ho. He, exactly. He's always like, yeah, let's do it. I'll go figure out how to do it. <laughs> like, so, um, that's one thing I've learned is with my, uh, with that, with male allies in general, and there's a couple of other ones and allies and mentors is that mm -hmm. the things that I'm afraid to do, they're the ones yeah. who sort of challenge me and go, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time understanding why you're not <laughs> applying for that position. Yeah. Wait, you don't think you're smart enough or wait, I don't understand that. They're the ones who kind of make me take a step back and go, wait, why am I not applying for that position? Why, yeah, why totally. am I hesitating? Um, and also the other thing about male allies <laughs> that I've <laughs> had, um, is that there's one in particular I'm thinking about right now where he doesn't mince any words. 
literally <laughs> would look at me and go, and I met him at work also. He would yeah. look at me and go, I hate your PowerPoint presentation. That's <laughs> hilarious. The <laughs> right time you need that, right? Exactly. And he would just Getting give it to me bush. straight. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and believe it or not, I'm actually a better person for it because <laughs> because then um because not everybody's eloquent, so that was his way of Fair letting enough. me know it's not great. So yeah. uh I would then of course um turn around and go, Okay, help me with this and he would help me. Yeah. Until today. I still talk to him once a week and he's still is invested in my success, even though we don't work together anymore. Yeah. Um, so I guess that that's just it is that I kind of see my, the male allies and the different stories about, you know, um, you know, my best friend, you know, helping me through surgery, um, mm-hmm. after surgery. And he started off as a male ally and he's not even an ally anymore, right? Cause his mom is my best friend now, but that's sort yeah. of how that relationship started. Um, they've just, altered my life in so in such great ways and they made me take a step back that I'm in a point in my life right now where there's no such thing as impossible because I know if I say it's impossible when I go to them they're gonna look at me like I'm sorry I'm very confused can you help me understand yeah. this again? <laughs> why yeah exactly that there's no impossible anymore um yeah and I'm grateful to them for that I suppose so yeah no well, that's awesome for sure okay so Let's see. So how do you think we can promote more men to become allies in the corporate world? Like for maybe those men that aren't conscious allies now, like how can we change that narrative? Well, actually, that's a good question. Uh, And I've been thinking about this a lot. So there was an organization I worked at a long, long time ago where we had, we formed a women organization, um, sort of a place for a lot of myself and my female colleagues to kind of vent. That's sort of how it started off, actually. Hmm. We needed a place to vent after the 2016 election. Um, so because we were all just not happy and yeah. something we were emotional about it. Uh, but we needed a place to just, just vent. And then it kind of evolved from there to um, more of a women in technology org. Um, and then we did different sessions. Mm-hmm. Um you know, in the, uh, all over the country, we did sessions in Chicago, we did sessions in New York, and we invited right. some of our female customers to it, right? And they came, and it was really eye-opening, by the way, that I'm, I'm, I'm talking like women in high positions, like that I just regarded really, I mean, they were so respectful of their journey, would talk about their journey to get there, right? So anyway, mm-hmm. the reason I mentioned this is because I remember my male colleague saying to me, well, Rocky, if you got, if you guys want us to be allies, shouldn't we be invited to the party? Yeah. And fair they're enough. right. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, that's always stuck with me because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just him. Other, other male, other male colleagues said the same thing. They're like, we want to support you guys, but we're not invited to your meetings. Yeah. We're not invited to your events because it's for mm-hmm. women only. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how do actually, we... I never thought of that. Totally. Yeah. And he's right. Cause he's like, how do we support you? How do we know what, how do we know how we can support you guys and, and be mm-hmm. allies? And he's always stuck with me. So anyway, um, the answer to that question is number one, I think it starts from the top. Um, you know, in terms of leadership in many organizations, what kind of culture it's going to be, if it's going to be a culture, uh, of 
um, one where women in leadership roles are respected and, and nurtured, right. And supported and right. they invest in them. That's one. And two, um, I noticed a lot of male, a lot of men are now going to conferences, women conferences, which I think mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah, um, and sure. I'm glad to see that, right. Cause that's sort of where you start to, uh, where they start to see how they can help us. Right. Yeah. They're getting the full picture then. Exactly. Exactly. And I've started noticing a lot of conferences are inviting men, which I think is great. Um, and of course, I think for me anyway, I think I've been lucky that none of my male allies and mentors are afraid to talk to me, (laughs) you know, because (laughs) of, you know, because of the Me Too movement. Um, so I'm kind of grateful for that. And Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that's changing. Um, and I hope that more and more men continue to, mentor young women mm-hmm. um because we need it we need both we need men yeah, and women absolutely. right and um and i would hate to see um men be afraid to talk to help us or you know mentor us or supporters because they're mm-hmm. afraid that of the of the me too movement because i think i'm hope i'm hopeful that we sort of pass that a little bit anyway yeah um but yeah, I mean, that's it. Right. And also I think that if there are mentoring programs in organizations, I like the idea of younger aspiring product managers or women in really many industry being paired with men in leadership roles. Yep. Because mm-hmm. there is something to learn there. There is always a lesson to learn there. Absolutely. At the very least, you learn the different leadership styles, right? Yeah, for sure. Exactly. They're there for you a reason the- in a leadership role. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. I was so like, I remember a couple of years ago, I was overthinking a situation. And <laughs> I remember <laughs> I went to a male ally of mine and I was explaining this thing. And I was like, and he looked at me and he's like, can I tell you something? I'm like, what? He's like, you're overthinking this. He goes, we men do not think like that. He goes, I guarantee you what that person said this to you. This is not how they meant it because they were probably like, we just don't internalize things like that yeah and what that did was it made me take a kind of step back right and, talk, and mm-hmm. kind of take a look and go huh wait i'm overthinking this yeah um because i do overthink things i'm like wait maybe so do I. is he yeah. right about this exactly and he was right i was overthinking it and that's the other perspective right that you need right absolutely yeah so absolutely. yeah uh, but I'm glad to see, like I said, just glad to see more men being involved in not just women conference, women only conferences, um, but just in general about how to inspire and help grow the next generation. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they definitely have a lot of valuable information for us as well. So <laughs> amazing. Okay, so I would like to go back to those mentor, the mentors that you mentioned previously, the three in your blog. Um, so they've obviously had a considerable impact on your life in different ways from being your support system for surgery, like you mentioned, to teaching you the impact of storytelling, coalition building and negotiation. So how have these lessons changed the way that you mentor young product managers now? Oh, it has. Um, basically, everything that they've, that they've instilled in me, I'm mm-hmm. sending it back right out. I'm sending it back to everybody. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that I mentor, um, negotiation, for instance. Um, we don't negotiate, right? Sometimes yeah. women are afraid to negotiate salaries because <laughs> we don't want to be seen as greedy. We're yeah, afraid no, to I've ask been there them. for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we will take the first offer that is offered to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
because we're afraid to go back and ask for more. Yeah, absolutely. We don't, um, we're afraid to ask for promotions and pay raises. Mm-hmm. We focus more on titles, right? We focus more yeah. on titles. Whereas our male counterparts are like, fine, if you don't give me the title, okay, you give me the money. Great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good away. enough for me. <laughs> that's good enough. We are so focused on the title, right? Because we believe that, you know, if we get the title, the money will come with it. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes it's just okay to have the money, even if you don't <laughs> have the title. Um, <laughs> the other thing is we, we like, I think our counterparts, especially men, I think they, when they start a new job, they're not thinking, Oh, thank you. You give me this job. They're thinking, Oh, I'm going to be manager next, yeah. next year. That's what they're yeah. thinking. They're already right? looking ahead, right? They're already looking ahead. They're already planning. They already know where they're going to be. Yeah. We women, and again, I'm speaking from my experience, mm-hmm. we sort of wait for people to recognize the work we've done. Right. Right. And say, Oh, Ronky, you're doing such a great job. We're going to promote you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, or, or you don't, oh, we, or a position, a position becomes available and we don't apply for it because mm-hmm. we don't think we're ready. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas our male counterparts are, oh, they're asking for an MBA. I don't have an MBA, but I'm going to apply for it anyway. Yeah. Right? Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. We, especially me again, <laughs> would go, <laughs> oh, I don't have it. It's asking for an MBA and I don't have one. So I'm not going to apply for it. Right. Yeah. No, totally. And like I said, and we're afraid to negotiate. We're afraid to ask for pay raises. So I've sort of taken all these lessons that I've learned from my <laughs> allies, men and women, and I'm passing all of it on to my, the people that I mentor, to anyone really mm-hmm. who asks me any questions. I'm ready to dole out advice left and right. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh, let me tell you, this is what I learned. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm passing it on uh, because I really want, I want to see um, the women that came before me, right? Uh, they've, mm-hmm. the women and men actually <laughs> that came before yeah. me that look like me have paved the way for someone like me to be where right. I am today, right? So I'm passing it on because I want to see women shatter the glass ceiling, not put a mm-hmm. dent in it. I yeah. want them to shatter the glass ceiling. Shatter that whole thing. Exactly. And I want to see more. Uh, you know, I, I would love that we get to a point where we don't say first African American woman, first Latina mm-hmm. woman, or first black man, <laughs> male right. CEO or something. Yeah. And just kind of have it be, oh, cool. They're black. Awesome. Yeah. Or that's just, you know, um, have it not even matter at that point. Not, like, yeah. Why does I would it? love that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm passing it on. Because I really want more women to be in C-suite roles or to found mm-hmm. or to, you know, or to be founders of their own company. Right. And that's yeah. another thing too, by the way, even if you extend it out a little bit, right? We're even just talking about, you know, pay raises and things like that. But also, we don't have a lot of women who own their own businesses, mm-hmm. right? Founders of their own businesses, again, because we don't plan. We didn't plan for it. We don't strategize. Yeah. Like, oh, ten, I mean, I tip, again, I use myself as an example, right? Mm-hmm. If I had known Rocky PM would have been a thing 10 years ago, mm-hmm. not in 2020 during the pandemic, 
right? Yeah. So lesson learned there, right? And I kind of feel like now that Ronky PM is a thing, well, now I'm kind of like, okay, I wish I could do this with it. I wish I could do that with it. And these are all things that I wish I'd known 10 years ago or even thought that I wanted to do 10 years ago. I just yeah. didn't know. So anyway, mm-hmm. that is the answer. I'm passing it on as much as I can. <laughs> so. As you should, honestly. And I think you're doing that within your blogs and your podcasts, even like this one here. It's a lot of valuable information. Thank you, my friend. (laughs) Okay. So last question here. Do you have any resources for the men listening on how to become a better ally and mentor to women in their offices? Oh, absolutely. Um, So Harvard Law is not Harvard Law Review. Forgive me. Harvard (laughs) Business Review has some really great articles and you can listen to it on how to be an ally of women. Um, Uh, and like, and women conferences, um, Grace Hopper conference, women in product. There's tons of conferences out there, um, mm -hmm. that I think it would be great to see more men, um, Mm -hmm. be speakers at and also Mm -hmm. just even attend. Uh, I think it'd be great uh, to see more men speaking at those conferences and even just to attend it, I think would be great. Um, and I like organizations that really care about the pay gap, Mm -hmm. um, for women, um, and really want that to be equal to men. I love organizations like that because they are helping to shatter that glass ceiling. Right. Right. Um, because like I said, we're not going to ask for it. We're afraid to ask for it sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. I for sure. do ask. Exactly. And we do ask for it. We're afraid that we're being perceived as being greedy. So yeah. if we start having more um, more pay equity, right, which mm-hmm. some states and some com- some companies are automatically doing and being transparent about it, right. uh, it serves us um, a long way there. Another example, um, and of course this one is, you know, a little bit, well, another example I was thinking of is um, why I think it starts with uh, – the organization and also our own colleagues, our own male colleagues. Um, I love the story of um, Joe Scarborough from Morning Joe. Mm-hmm. How he made more money than Mika. Right. And so she went and asked for more money. <laughs> and he was right there supporting her for it. He yeah. believed that she should make as much money as he made of on course. that show yeah. because they were equals. And I just thought, imagine if more people did that. It's true. Right? Yeah. And she still talks about that, that he was beside her. He's like, yeah, she should make just as much as I do. Yeah, why shouldn't she? Exactly. Right. Exactly. But it started with her advocating for herself. Um, but he was right there. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I think having male allies and mentors are so important. Yeah. So. Absolutely. That's the epitome of allyship right there. Exactly. So. <laughs> Okay, well, that is all I have for you today, Ronki. Thank you so much for being open and answering all of my questions about this important topic. It's been such a pleasure, and I can't wait to see what comes next. Thank you, my friend. This is so cool. I love how, I love how our little chats that we turn into podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Thanks so much. All right.